recorded live in Murphy's Pub on Brandon Pier. This is the Murphy's Podcast. Gentlemen, cheers. Cheers. Ching, 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 ching. This is episode something or other, because it turns out I can't remember what episode these six. are. This is six. I think so, yeah. Okay, great. So last time we had Michal on talking about the planes, we spoke about your gig in the UK. Oh, yeah. But you, since then, you've had another gig that our good friend Gary was at, w- looking at you. Was it That's good, right. and how was it? Go on, I want... Actually, we'll get Gary's Let's review hear. first. I was, gonna, I was gonna say Fred's no, review, and then I could, critical review. I could adjust mine accordingly. <laughs> um, no, it was great. Jeez, I really enjoyed the gig. Yeah, no, savage. Yeah, yourself and Ardile were brilliant. So, it was Ardile Hanlon in the uh, what's the name? The INEC, INEC in Killarney. Yeah, is that part of Glen Eagle or something? Is it? It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah part yeah. of Glen Eagle. What, how many people sat? Is it a big venue? Uh, well, the, 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 we were in the second biggest venue because Sinn Féin got there before us. Yeah, the Sinn Féin or Dinner party, yeah. The Sinn Féin or was Exactly, they booked it first, so uh, so there was awful crap. I actually walked in to do sound check, and Mary Lou was sitting down going over stuff, and uh, I said hi to her. Nice, yeah. yeah. But there's, there's a bit in the back, we just wanted to go, Chucky Arla! <laughs> <laughs> So I, I, I won't, I won't, I'll keep going, I'll keep going. How are you? So I said, hello, I actually called her Mary Lou. Did you? Could you? Yeah. Hello, Mary Lou. Sounds like a hello, Mary Lou. Yeah. yeah. And did, so she, did she respond to you? Ireland's so in love with you. She just said, hi. oh no, she was lovely, like, it cut off, like, she looked busy and I was heading off to do sound check. so I kind of felt like I could have sat down and had a chat with her. Yeah. Right. I have a mutual f- a guy I grew up with Darren O'Rourke he, he works in Sinn Féin now he's one of the big boys he'd be like he'd be, like, he'd be up there with Mary Lou so uh, he, he's okay. in my cl- same class so I felt <laughs> I always knew that if I was going to meet Mary Lou and have a chat I've got a, a conversation yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. someone in common I know someone you do yeah <laughs> so how did the gig go how was Arnold I, I, he's ob- he was obviously brilliant because he's Great fantastic fun. Like I had to do 20 <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to do well, how are you <laughs> 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 you, didn't, you didn't pay for tickets, did you? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. Fred sorted me out. Fair play to him. It was great. Sure, Gary was on a date. I was on a was date. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who's the lucky lady? Oh, actually, I don't want to. You were so lazy, you Gary. Don't, like, you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. Gary, normally on dates you make an effort and I'm you make the nothing. person laugh, <laughs> but you manually made me do it instead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good, good man. So, how was the gig? How was he? Uh, yeah, no, like I said, no, I really enjoyed it because my expectations weren't that high, to be honest, going in there. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, honestly, I was laughing from start to finish. It was cracking. Yeah, it was really good. Maybe oh, was, thanks, Gary. Yeah, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it, Fred. Well done. So <laughs> you're going to the next one then? You're going to follow around the country? Well, you're in Dublin next week, isn't it? I'm in Dublin on Thursday night. Well, actually, this will <laughs> be last Thursday night because this is going to go out in a week's time. So, Oh, yeah. Too late. I just want to thank all those people for coming to my gig. It was a, it was a great night. It's funny you never mentioned the explosion. <laughs> so what else are you going to the UK then after that? Or are you just yeah, going to the UK and then uh, where I'm doing? I'm doing. I was gigging in in Swindon mm-hmm. in an art centre there, and it was very last minute. I was tired. It was the day after the Ardle gig, and I got back and I got a text. And it was a big enough agency, so I didn't kind of want to let them down. Like, so yeah, I said, yeah. yeah, I'll do it. And uh, big so I journey, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and oh, I owe my wife big time because uh, because it was a train strike. So do you know what she did? And she's an absolute saint of transport. She she booked my flight, and then when I got into Luton Airport, she had a taxi to bring me to Swindon. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. so it was really great. good, and I will pay for it every day now. <laughs> Installments. Yeah. That, that was your Christmas present. Well done. Yeah, yeah. You gig at this minute? Um. No, we kind of finished our festival season. Kind of finished there uh, 
in Innes. Do you do Christmas gigs? Do you? Not it's, really. It's not the, really. The thing. You no. don't like nobody goes up. We do a Christmas party. We get a trad band in there at night. Yeah, no, we don't really do that kind of. No, not much of that kind of stuff. Maybe the odd corporate gig or whatever, but it's mainly kind of events and, and, and festivals. But yeah. you're available, of course. Yeah, no, of course we're available. <laughs> um, to be honest, it's just a, we're such a busy summer. I'm kind of happy yeah. to have a break now until, until the it's new year again. You know? to, this is a good time, I think, for for performers to hibernate because it gets yeah. so messy. It gets so like especially so full on. for comedy. Like yeah. Yeah. I see some comedians like. Do you know, because the Christmas parties are starting now, yeah. and if the last thing a lot of Christmas parties care about is a lad on stage trying to tell jokes because cause their manager or something booked the party, and that's why they're sitting there in the first place. Yeah. Now, in lockdown, it was different because <laughs> they had to look at you because there were little boxes in the laptop looking at you. It was great. And the manager was in the box beside yeah. them, so yeah. they were on show. It was this beautiful moment that never happened again. And you didn't have to drive home. You just <laughs> put on your laptop, and you were yeah, still at home. It was amazing. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Yeah. Off the couch. Yeah, yeah. Put, uh, put your pants on. The good, the good <laughs> old days. The good old days. The I'll just I'll tell you about the gym is going well. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, and I, I can see. I can see it's going week, well. What's this week three of the gym, lads? Is it Jesus week three of talking about the gym? <laughs> no, I actually started. I, I've started now because the trip was over. The, the Spanish trip happened, and I said, right after that, then I'm going to go for an hour every day. And I've been doing an hour every day this week. Oh, great! Uh, which is grand. It's a. Uh, it's hard. I hate it. People yeah. that like the gym are weird. I know what you're saying. What the? Well, who would? Who wants to do that every day? I'm doing it now because I kind of have to. Just because I need to get back to some level of fitness, like. Yeah. But yeah, it's just it's a rotten thing to do. It's I wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. So my wife is gesturing to me. Yes, I'll go. I would love a pint of Guinness, please. Thank you. <laughs> Any? Do you want a pint? Uh, yeah, go on. Fred, you've got a full one. You're grand. Yeah, I'll have another one. Just, 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 <laughs> just, just, just in case. One. Just in case. Yeah, but it's got it's going good so far. It's uh, it's 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 I'd forgotten how hard it is to get back into. Yeah. It is. It really is. It's just not. The first, the first week or two is always a toughest right, though. Once you get into a routine and you start seeing any mm. bit of a result, you kind of it, it spurs you on, you know. Yeah, and the worst, <laughs> the worst thing is because I was used to going to gyms like with, to have a like big treadmills, like industrial treadmills. Yeah, yeah. And when I bought, although it's a big treadmill, <laughs> yeah. it's much narrower. Then there's no room for error. <laughs> there only is. I've nearly come off a couple of times. You're running along and then your foot hits the side. Like, oh, uh, yeah. Thinking so, about the podcast. <laughs> oh shit! But that's the thing. You have to. Oh, you have to look where you're running and kind of keep your legs together more, which doesn't leave much room for the old family jewels. Oh yeah. So you have to kind of. It has to be a little bit of adjustment to keep your say because your legs are <laughs> so close together. There's a lot of planning goes into oh, no, this, doesn't it? It's not great. So I'm running. I'm on the treadmill like your man out of fucking Silence of the Lambs, like. <laughs> Tucked behind, trying oh, to keep your legs Jesus. together. <laughs> You're definitely sweating <laughs> for five minutes of that. Yeah, but other than that, then it's uh, it's 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 I'm progressive. I'm getting a little bit better every day, I think. And today, actually, after I was on it for an hour, I was on the treadmill for half an hour, and then hitting the punch bag for about ten minutes or fifteen minutes after, which wrecked me. Uh, but I'm progressively feeling better. And today, afterwards, yeah. I actually felt like I had more energy from doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. it's weird because even though we've spent so much energy. Doing it, you actually do feel better after. You always feel great after. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Blind boy had a good thing about it. It's like inhaling autumn when you went for a run. That's the only way you can describe yeah, it in yeah, a nice yeah. way. You know what I mean? It's just uh, there's a chemical reaction that happens yeah. in your brain. Like you know, you release certain chemicals and yeah, and uh, you just left the endorphins f- kicking yeah, and all that kind of stuff. You just left feeling. Yeah, good, I'm, yeah. I'm still not a. I'm still not a fan though. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not a gym buddy. I never have been. I never, I never, I never enjoyed going to the gym. Even when I was going every day for years. Yeah. Never enjoyed it. Never got to the point. Where, oh, I'd really love to go to the gym. I'd probably prefer to go have stand on the point. That's. You have that's, to find it. You have to find a sport. Open a gym a with game. a bar in it. 
There you go. Yeah. Right. Dragons, that dragons Den, lads. Why hasn't that happened? Crazy no. that hasn't <laughs> happened. Exactly, yeah. Isn't it? You should bring it up in Katar. Should, yeah. Guys! Yeah. <laughs> I've been brilliant The soccer it. club need a bar. Yeah. 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 It's after it. Yeah. When I was in London, uh, I, uh, I said I'd open up an English bank account because it's quicker to get paid then from English. Uh, okay, can you do that? Uh, yeah. Just for the day. A few people told me... <laughs> Did you have a shotgun? <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the thing, right? I didn't, but uh, a few Irish comedians always told me, you need to... S- <laughs> we set up uh, an account in Lloyd's bank account because they never ask any questions. <laughs> <laughs> and seemingly, this is it. Wow, okay. So he just go... A mate of mine told me once, I didn't even bring any money in and I came out with a free pen and an account. I couldn't believe it. Should have been like... It's just so, so I did. I went in, but I have to... It's changed now since Brexit. It's much harder to set up an account. Unfortunately, so can I? Can you don't need an address in the UK? You don't. You can. No. Yeah. Yeah. I or just. Did you just go twenty five Kings Street? No, you'd have to show utility bills. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. don't need. But a no, I don't think you don't. No, you don't. But you need. You need, just. You just need identification. Yeah. And to register and give your profession. Right. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't make some more sense because pay, because they want to pay you in sterling, obviously, because they don't want to. Yeah, that's a transfer that. thing. Yeah. yeah. So then I'm on the plane. I'm on the plane back from Luton to. Uh, to uh, to Kerry Airport and I've never seen a storm like it. I thought part of me was thinking I'm going to die here. Oh like, really? This, really? This plane. You know, you just get that you get the worst fear. Like yeah, this is yeah. like and so I said the, the way I deal with fear is, is to put humour interjected with humour. So I'm looking out the window and this man beside me he's as scared as I am no one's saying anything. So I and he's looking at it going, God it's rough outside. So I says, I know I shouldn't have spent all that money on suntan lotion. <laughs> Was a, and it was a bit of a laugh not, not a great laugh yeah, yeah. not a great laugh but it was like you know like one of your gigs like, yeah. yeah yeah just like one of my gigs I was purposely I didn't want to be too funny because Ardle was closed and Ardle yeah, Hannon yeah. so I said I'd just keep it kind of funny <laughs> let him shine and, I'm, and that's the kind of person I am yeah. so then after that the plane's about to land I can't see I, all I can see is rain mm-hmm. and the pilot's coming into Farron 4 airport in Kerry and it's just about to land and you can see it seconds and then all of a sudden it just turns around and it goes back in the air. Oh no! Flies back up. Yeah, no, yeah. That'd me. That'd and we're all. At least it didn't crash into Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. But you know, I was looking for it. Where's Murphy's? Where's the lads? <laughs> that would be so. That would be brilliant. Sorry. Not that I wanted to die in a plane crash. Imagine that would have been the amazing. episode after the episode yeah. we talked about it. Fred crashes into Brandon on a plane. You can hear it. All I could see was you in your treadmill awkwardly with your with your tucking in your peanuts. The pilot's like. But you made it, so the second you went to the so, again, yeah. they did so there was, real, there was real panic then when the plane went back up and like it was in a storm, the, the plane yeah. was shaking. And I was, so I was like, I really have to say something now to, to you know, get rid of the tension. So I, then I said, someone ring the Healy Rays. <laughs> <laughs> now I thought, now, for some reason, I think that's funny, right? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Be afraid no more. That, that, that's a classic. Someone ring Danny Healy Ray, he'll get us down, he'll get us down. But everyone was so scared. <laughs> No one no laughed. One. No one laughed. <laughs> so I'm just like a mad bastard now. Yeah. Just looking at there and go, I give up. I'll die. Yeah. Crash the plane now. I don't want to live. I don't want to live after this. God, that's so, terrifying. Yeah. Especially yeah. after speaking about what we spoke about last week. That was, was that, did that come into your head at all? Oh, the plane yeah. Yeah. When you heard mm. the pilot was German. Yeah. Well, it's like, fuck <laughs> this. <laughs> if the plane didn't crash, I would have... <laughs> And we survived. I would have taken the wheel and brought it back. Would have put it in the I've got another one for the collection. I've got another wheel. 
20 people died but it's fine we all yeah. I, I survived yeah. it's a Ryanair classic we started uh, last week we'd, we'd talk a little bit about films uh, this week oh yeah yeah. and again coming up to Christmas I suppose it's a, it's always kind of historically the biggest time of the year for movies whether it's Christmas movies we had this conversation before you arrived and before we set recording at Christmas and Gary had a chat about it about the whole Die Hard thing and is it a Christmas movie is it not or isn't it uh, yeah so what would be your favourite film of all time Start to watch you. over and over again like. yeah what, 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 what have you watched the most oh uh do you know what? It's a bit of a shit movie, but I've I've watched it so many times, and it's it's <laughs> it's Michael Jackson Moonwalk. Do you remember that it's movie? Like he released this movie in '89, and it was all the singles from the bad. I was such a big fan. Yeah, yeah. So and I, I I knew it inside out, <coughs> but I seen it in the cinema now in '89 and. My neighbours <laughs> didn't tell me. I didn't know the movie was in the cinema, right? You laughing at Tony? I just haven't got. To, I don't know. I just I think it's just funny. But this <laughs> is this, this is what happened, right? So my neighbours come to me, right? Uh, uh, Frances, her name, right? And uh, she's like a year younger than me, so she she's seven, I'm eight, and she so, so Michael Jackson movies in Navin, right? And she goes to my door, right? And she goes, "Do you want to go to Navin? We're going to go see Michael Jackson." And I'm like, "What the fuck is he doing in Navin?" <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah. Mom's like, because that's what she taught as well. You know what I mean? Like, so then, so I'm actually in the back of a car, like, you, you know, going, you're leaving cows. I'm going to go see Michael. Michael Jack, I don't know why he's there, but he's in Navin. He's and it was the shopping only, centre. Yeah. yeah, he's in the, he's, opening, he's opening up the new video cassette collection. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, so then I realised when we got out of the car, I was still like thinking, you know, and I was quite a young age. I remember holding her mom's hand, you know what I mean? And and uh, and then I got to the cinema and I seen the pictures of Moonwalk and I went, oh, we're going oh. to see the movie of Michael Jackson. So I was still as excited. Yeah. yeah but since yeah. then, I've seen that movie like loads. When was the last time you seen it? Oh, uh, do you own it? I do on DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I say I've seen it like last time was maybe ten years ago now. Right, right. No, I've seen it. On, TG Carr had it on I'm one night. If I've seen it or not, it must and, have seen uh, it. it's 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 actually a brilliant video for music videos. It's got Smooth Criminal and Leave Me Alone, and but the narrative just it's just insane. It's like it's typical of Michael Jackson getting his own way. I want to be a robot, and then I want to be a car. <laughs> okay, Michael, we'll do that. <laughs> and then I want a, a shooting star. Are you okay, Michael? And, <laughs> and that really makes sense yeah, in the, yeah, the story yeah. of it. But the music's brilliant. Is that the one with the animated bunny? Yeah, yeah. Speed Demon. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he starts dancing with the bunny. That's right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the Smooth Criminal video is yeah. brilliant, isn't it? That's, that's that, that, is that the actual Smooth Criminal video? Yeah, the actual okay. Smooth Criminal. And the gangsters and the... Exactly, yeah. But it's, it's longer form because uh, cause of the movie as well. Like, so it's great. Yeah, it should I must get along with Alfie. I'll have, have a watch that. Yeah, but it definitely... Do you know, it wouldn't be a movie now that kind of change my way of thinking around <laughs> 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 oh, made me question exactly, life yeah. Exactly, yeah. I didn't cry but then I do remember uh, uh, I remember one, one Christmas day right I was watching It's a Wonderful Life with my dad and Timmy now this is maybe uh, what I just started 15 years ago so Timmy was quite young my brother Okay, he would have been <laughs> would have been around 7 or something like that and, and dad at the end of It's a Wonderful Life started crying because it just brought it back to childhood. Oh, well. And uh, it gets very emotional. But, but, but Timmy, being so young, couldn't understand why Dad was crying. So he panicked. And went, Daddy, all right, are you? 
Are you okay? And Jesus <laughs> and tell for that. Don't worry. Back to the Futures on Channel 4. We'll watch that instead. <laughs> <laughs> and he changes the channel and goes, Don't worry, Dad. This is better. Uh, I got your back. This is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget it, Chad. Like, and even Dad's like, thanks. To, like, I can <laughs> Make it worse, yeah. The angel ever got its wings. <laughs> Gary, yeah, there's something, uh, oh, movies that tr- transform my life. That transformed your life? That's a biggie. That wasn't the question. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That's a biggie. Um, that's, that's kind of stuck in my mind. Yeah, Jesus. Gary, this was your idea. I know. <laughs> And you sent the text four days ago, yeah. and now you're like, actually, don't know me yourself. <laughs> Sorry about the airtime there, lads. Can we put an ad three, there? Two, make one, some yeah. money out of this. Put, in, put in the sweep there. <laughs> Timestamp three, two, one. Three, two, one. Um, one that's terrified me and has stood with me to this day is uh, Jaws. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But like in a hardcore way, like. It's definitely giving me a fear of like in a hardcore way. Have you not seen that version? Have you not seen Lipsy was more like? Have you not seen that version of it, Fred? No. Oh, it's a hardcore. It's a hardcore one. Oh, lads, yeah, it was the uncut version, Fred. Like, come on, man. You do that. I, I, I get that when you like, you on holiday or whatever, and you go, out, you swim out somewhere deep, and all of a sudden, you're, when, you, when you're swimming out, and the darkness underneath yeah. happens. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna go off a ledge or something. You go, oh, cr-. and I instantly think there's gonna be a shark. Yeah, instantly because you can look down and go, oh, I can't see anything, and you yeah. think something's gonna come and get you. Yeah, yeah. So it is. It's, it's in the back of your Psychological head. Psychological. Yeah. Then Spielberg, I think he said he stole that off Hitchcock. Right. He said it's the power of what you don't see exactly. that scares yeah. you. Yeah, I think there's only like four minutes of the shark actually in the, in the whole movie yeah the rest is just it's enough where is he yeah, yeah. the big rubber shark is not the greatest that often when, that often comes top of the list on um, horror movie list yeah it's mm. class as a horror movie like but I suppose it is yeah it's a stalk it's a stalking thing isn't it yeah so it's uh, I suppose just the way the story told and the kind of tension building and all that kind of crack you know has there ever been a, has there ever been a decent Irish horror movie I can't no there was a few years ago there was a film called Shrooms that was a uh, Oh yeah, that took mushrooms, and that was based in order. I don't know if there's any. There was a comedy oh, horror release this year. Um, the boys from County Hell. Oh yes, yeah, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, there's actually it's it's quite funny. It's quite funny. There's yeah. a fu- there's not like scary. It's just funny. Either, no, it? it's it, it's comedy like, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. it does, it's about vampires and stuff. But it's it's funny. Yeah, it's a funny story. Like yeah, yeah, it's good crack. Yeah, there's the lodgers, um, Brian O'Malley about a gang stranded in the pub and they had to drink alcohol. No, it was like it's this old estate. Um, yeah, and it was about basically people ghosts living in the estate and stuff and stuff. Go, it was actually very good. Uh, and what else? There is who else did some? Um, I don't know any he Irish did, he, did, he, did, he didn't know the film called Let Us Pray, but it was based in Scotland though. But it was loaded. Like Liam Cunningham, I worked on it actually. I should really yeah. know. <laughs> Liam Cunningham was in it and. Uh, a few other Irish people were shot in Scotland and based over there. Right. There's not that No. We should do a short we should do a short horror movie. Well, absolutely. Would the new movie uh, The Banshee of Inishree be a horror movie? No. No. Just a psychological horror movie? No. No. It's just a lovely movie it's to just watch. A lovely, it's yeah. a lovely Irish <laughs> movie. Seven pints in the West of Ireland. Yeah. 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 I think it's more of a kind of I haven't uh, seen it yet, but it's meant to be very it's good. It's meant to be very good, yeah. It's kinda of like a comp- kind of dark comedy it's, drama it's, yeah. it's by the same guy that wrote in Bruges and obviously uh, the two lads are in, in Bruges as well so there's a three of them back together so it's a uh, it's, uh, has any of you guys seen it? Jasmine seen it? yeah I, I went to see it in the cinema it was excellent actually it's one of those ones that would definitely get an award for sure 
There you go. Well, they reckon, oh. they reckon, yeah, they, they might be up for an oh. Oscar for it, so which would be great. Oh, Farrell's up for best actor, I think. Is he? Yeah. Oh. He is brilliant. A friend of mine says he can't stop watching it because Colin Farrell he's just too good looking. <laughs> he's he's just too good looking. Well, for myself, I think um, I'm a kind of I make Olga watch it probably every few weeks. My favorite is Shawshank Redemption. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah by yeah, miles, like every time I watch it, it's like watching mm. it for the first time. You brilliant. see something new that's in it, and it's just so brilliantly made and written and acted, yeah. and there's so many different characters and. Yeah. It just goes off in different places and puts you emotionally in different spaces and makes you feel vulnerable and angry and all at the same time. It's just yeah. and I, I so I don't know. I've got this built-in thing about I did. I think the worst thing anyone could ever do to me would be put me in prison because I just couldn't deal with being locked and confined in a place yeah. and being surrounded by people that are horrible. Do you know what? I was only thinking that at Luton Airport. You know when you before you have to check your bags through the machine mm. and you have to walk left right left right through these things as the rules I was like, I was like imagine it's like this in prison every yeah, day it would drive you day. mad wouldn't yeah, it like, yeah yeah following rules just, and regulations yeah. 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 but some people need that and like that and that, that gives them function and form because they just can't handle not having structure I'm yeah it's called marriage yeah. <laughs> 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 sorry Julie <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry for that. Cut that out. Yeah. Do you make him walk around in lines all day in the house? <laughs> yeah. Follow this line. Here's your porridge. Yeah, again. <laughs> to the room. Porridge, porridge for dinner again. <laughs> Close yeah. the door. Out the back garden for an hour. I'm walking around. <laughs> back up to the bedroom. Yeah, but then other than other than that, I think like anything Scorsese is brilliant. Yeah. Anything like again, just Did you ever see the departed? Brilliant. Oh my yeah. god. How many amazing actors yeah. and amazing just, scripts? Yeah, yeah. But that seems like they, they did have the, the Irish man came out, was it last year? And That's it right, had yeah. the amazing actors and the amazing scripts. But I think the original cut was seven hours long. That's yeah. right, And yeah. then it cut it down that eventually for Netflix release was four and a half hours. That's where they used the, the, f- the CGI for the face. Yeah. Younger, oh, it was incredible. Like, the, the, the work they put into it. Like, it just it was beautifully shot and everything was like the craft and it was amazing. But, Jesus, four and a half hours. Mm, like, I don't know how no matter how good it is it's, I'm yeah. not going to be with it for it, it, it must be difficult today like producing movies and stuff there's the volume of, of stuff that's coming out on a weekly basis is just insane like. but that's the thing that it's the golden age of TV again um, and they go they kind of we go through stages of like back in the 90s like when Sopranos and things like that came out that's when there was a golden age of TV before mm. and then all that, they then went back into kind of cinema and cinema became great again with like like Seven and all those kind of films started coming back out kind of early noughties kind of great films but now it's gone back into because of Netflix and because of streaming f- streaming and people yeah. watching at home you, but the, the quality of TV out there is amazing like this but you know it's the one thing I like about Christmas when like <clears throat> if you're watching movies on TV at Christmas there's a kind of this collective feeling like you know before streaming and stuff was there it was like the whole country would tune into a channel to watch a movie. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and you don't yeah. talk about it. And everyone would be talking about the next day, whereas yeah. that doesn't really happen anymore because yeah. everyone's on their own agenda. And you do get the kind of the overall banner, banner talk of, a, oh, have you watched yeah, The Walking yeah. Dead or have you watched Game of Thrones? Mm. And like, you, and then there seems to be this competition then of, oh, I've seen all of them. Oh, you're only in episode three. Oh, we need to get to episode four. There's a bit of that. Like, yeah. There was a time on TV when like uh, when the Craddy Kid was on on a Thursday night in primary school mm. and uh, the whole like it might be an RT too mm. and you knew it was on because <laughs> the next morning before class Evan was trying to beat the shite out of each other like, <laughs> like swinging legs and crane, you know. crane kicking all over the place yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was uh, I was looking uh, about 
how effective TV was because I was I was doing this thing uh, for Mary Rose's talk. We're looking at number one. So I looked at uh, Brian Adams. Everything I do, I do for you. Do you like, remember that number the one? Biggest number one of oh. all time, isn't it? Yeah. Sixteen weeks number one in '91. My first kiss yeah. to that song. Did you? I did. I was eleven. Anyway, go back to it. <laughs> it's, funny, it's funny, you know, because I played that at the comedy gig. It's like well, that's when you got your first gig last week, Gary. The Arnold Hannon gig. Yeah. But but that went to number one for sixteen weeks. But then I was looking into the charts. It went. It was number one again in November. Mm. in Ireland and I, my only reason for that was thinking it must have been the pre- it must have been showed on TV do you know yeah, the way like yeah, three or four Robin months Hood's later after yeah, saying yeah. where he always had it on TV yeah. Robin Hood movie Prince Robin of Teens yeah Robin yeah. Hood and do you remember look into my eyes yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. Was my only that's how effective TV was back then everyone was watching the same yeah, thing like. But, but like if a big movie came out it was it was the talk like there'd be It'd be around for a couple of months because it'd be the build up yeah. to the movie, there'd be yeah. the release of the movie, and then whatever afterwards. But like, yeah. that would be the big movie for a couple of months. Mm. Yeah. There might be maybe two, three movies max running in tandem. But now every week is just crazy. Like, you turn on. I've, yeah. one, of, I've one of those alternative ways of watching TV at home <laughs> Dodgy Box. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it. I've got a dodgy box there's, at home. Oh, and <laughs> there's people like me trying to make a living. Whatever. No. <laughs> no, no, I also have Sky. I also have Sky. Yeah, oh good. And uh, so, yeah, every time you switch it on, there's like five new movies added mm. on a daily basis. It's crazy, like. Yeah. I do miss the trip to the video. Oh, the video oh, shop. Yeah. Going into like, yeah, and just walking around and perusing and... And you, like you, ha- you have to get there early on the Saturday because if you didn't get there early on the Saturday, the you're going to get yeah, it's Who Framed Roger Rabbit again. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just picking up the DVDs mm. and re- or the VHS even before that, and just reading the sleeves and yeah. like the excitement of bringing it home and the, the physicality of it. Yeah, yeah, again, that's yeah. Obviously, I, I I consume quite a lot of TV and film and whatever. Uh, Did you ever? Uh, go to the cinema I remember going to the cinema in Leitrim a few times and you'd see the poster outside of the movie and it'd be something like Superman 4 right yes. so you'd have all the characters and it's only when you leave the cinema and see the poster again you're like oh now that poster actually makes sense <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. what is all this uh, stuff do you remember that or like yeah, you'd have yeah, uh, yeah. I remember once going to the this is true I went to the which all my stories are true anyway but uh, I went, <laughs> <laughs> but this one actually is true again and uh, but, uh, I went to the this is how passive Irish people were in the 80s I went to see Back to the Future uh, with my sister and there was around maybe 30 of us in the cinema upstairs and but they meant to play Back to the Future but they accidentally played the Care Bears movie right oh, yeah okay. and no one complained oh. we just watched that and walked out I swear to God, no That's one complained. Bonkers. Yeah, yeah, just delighted yeah. to be out of the house for the day. Like Friday night, we're young. You know what I mean? Like lads, just, just, yeah. Who's going to? Who's going to? We did. Who do you complain to? Where, how do you even get into that room in the cinema to go out <laughs> in the first place? You know, you, you can't stand up and like you know knock on the projector. Like so, you just just accept the movie that's in front of you. Like. It makes you wonder though how many people didn't realise and went home and were like, oh, I saw Back to the Future. It's great. All the little berries. You were talking about movie posters there. And Shawshank Redemption is um, a friend of mine. I won't mention his name. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. I know. This is the secret of Gary's back again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but tight lip Gary. Do you remember when Shawshank came out of, uh, out of the time and whoever had seen it was like, have you seen Shawshank? No, yeah. I haven't seen it. Oh, I won't say anything about it because obviously the big twist at the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember watching it for the first time. I was like, holy fuck. I couldn't 
the twist hit like. Yeah. But anyway, friend of mine from Castle won't mention his name. Um, <laughs> he, um, <laughs> he reckoned. I, so I was talking to him whatever a couple of days after watching the movie I said have you seen the movie yet he says I have yeah I says well, what do you think he says oh yeah it was alright I says what do you mean it was alright it's just like one of the greatest movies ever made man it's like <laughs> everyone in the world is talking about it you see the twist at the end he says sure I, I knew that was coming as soon as I started watching the film I said how'd you make that out I said you must be the only man in Ireland who c- copped that like yeah, yeah. before the end of the film and he says you, have you seen the poster for the movie and I kind of had to think back and then it's him, I, I looked. it's him outside it shows him it? on his knees yeah. outside in the pouring oh, rain yeah. with his two hands yeah. out looking yeah. up at the rain like he's clearly he's got obviously got escaping escaping yeah, he's like. escaped but like it's ah uh, god yeah I didn't, you know, yeah, didn't yeah. think of that yeah, yeah of course so, so when you see it so he was he was one step ahead of us all the fecker <laughs> uh, in Castle Gregory before because we didn't have any videos this is before my family went to Dublin so probably in the early 80s up until about 85 or 6 did Castle where did how, sorry because I'm from a city there was no. There would have been. There would be no video shop for what Tralee or Dingle maybe. Well, yeah, Tralee or Dingle. Yeah, yeah. So Jeez. we had. We, but we had a guy who used That's to come half an hour drive to get a we, video. No, no, no. Wait for it. We had a guy who used to come once a week uh, in a high ace van that was racked out inside oh, and, really? and he did like loads of VHS videos was this legal was this was just I have no copies? idea well it was the 80s so everything was legal in the 80s like, so much yeah. less well, uh, sex, <laughs> sex. <laughs> condoms condoms <laughs> you used to have videos on condoms well that's a different other yeah. van <laughs> yo do you need to talk about this for a second Gary <laughs> yeah um <laughs> He used to have sweets in there as well. <laughs> Please tell me, don't go in the van. Don't go in the van, Gary. Don't go in the van. Uh, anyway, uh, moving swiftly on. So, uh, yeah, he used to come around once a week and it was always a battle because he only had one copy of the latest video out. And if, if like, it had started at one end of the village and, of course, they'd, he'd never get it back in time. He might be waiting two weeks to get it back off one person. <laughs> yeah, of course. And so it could be a year and a half before you get the, the latest release from the year and a half previously. But uh, I never forget... Um, getting Teen Wolf off him I don't know if you remember Teen Wolf oh, Michael J. Fox. I swear to God man I used to go to bed at night hoping and praying <laughs> I was going to turn into a werewolf <laughs> I thought he was the coolest fucking thing ever man yeah. I must have watched that VHS 20 fu- fucking 100 times 100 yeah. times I never forget it but uh, yeah so that's my story and that's where we used to get our first uh, purchases of did, movies did you because you were mead, like mead so you was we, it, did you have video stories yeah, but we didn't have a video box. Dad didn't buy a video box. So what he did as a, a treat sometimes box. is... What's a video box? Uh, no, a video we, player. A video player. <laughs> video box. I didn't have a video box either, to be honest. <laughs> a video box? Well, that's what we call it, a video box. Video box, okay. But anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> we haven't. God. So, this is, so we didn't have a video player. <laughs> video You're really player. struggling not to say box. Because <laughs> I grew up saying box. So I don't know anything else. Right. I don't know the Dingle dialect. Yeah. So, uh, but, uh, oh yeah. So what you would do was you could rent out a video player. You'd rent it out and we'd, we'd, uh, we'd get five videos and watch them all in one day yeah. as, as a treat. And uh, I remember once... Uh, <laughs> So we rented out loads, but the, the Total Recall trailer was on TV, right? It was around the time my birthday, and Dad said, that looks good, doesn't it, Fred? A bit of action and stuff like that. <laughs> we were very naive. I was nine or ten, yeah. and I had a few mates coming down for my birthday, right? So, <laughs> so he said, Dad said, you'll get Total Recall. <laughs> and uh, that moment, so that moment when the so loads of ten, nine and ten. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That moment, right? No, there's the first moment, like, I don't know if this movie suits. 
beautiful, right? The first moment is when your man, when, 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 loads of it with popcorn, right? Oh, it's a great action movie, Arnold Schwarzenegger. She used to match from Kindergarten Cop. What could possibly go wrong, right? And, uh, so then there's loads of us sitting around on the carpet and stuff. Then the cook watching this movie for my birthday. And the moment, the first moment was when, when Arnold Schwarzenegger puts the thing up his nose and yeah, inflate. Yeah, he pulls yeah. the thing out. And mom's like, I don't know if this is suitable. <laughs> and, then, and then dad's like, ah, it's fine. It's fine. And I'm like, yeah. And even I was like, oh, that's disgusting, right? But that moment when he's imagining stuff and a woman, a woman came out with three breasts at the same time. Do you know what dad says? I said, I'll never forget it. The three breasts came out and dad looked at the other videos and went, I think we put nuns on the run on instead. <laughs> <laughs> I think nuns on the run is a better option for us all. So he did. He, he, took, he took out the video and we watched Lord of Mercy on him, John Coltrane. We watched Lord, Lord Nuns on the Run instead. Like, oh, and we had a great laugh. Brilliant, brilliant. So I, I got a... Uh, my, my father, when, when we went to Dublin that time in the mid-80s, my dad ended up getting a job working uh, for a computer company called DMA. And I think they were one of the first companies in the country to supply... Uh, was it, I think it was secondary schools with um, computers. Mm. DMA. D- this DMA. was the manager called the MDMA. I think your dad was a drug dealer. I have, yeah. this, I have this. This is our MDMA yeah. manager. Yeah. Well, that's right. And it was funny. He used to work funny yeah. hours. He'd be gone at seven in the evening. He would be back till five in the morning. But I'm sure it was DMA, yeah. Anyway, I'll correct that again. But uh, so it was around the time that the, the, the Sega Mega Drive and Nintendo were like at, the pe- oh, at their, yeah. their peak, like, you know. Real competitive. Yeah, real competitive. And it was like Sega, the, Sonic the Hedgehog versus Mario, you know. And uh, I'd, I'd, I was about, I'd say, nine or ten or something. And uh, I'd asked for a Nintendo for Christmas. So if Christmas came anyway, I came down. And my dad was after, he thought I'd be delighted. He was after bringing like home one of these like office-style computers. And he had it all set up at the desk with a big bow around it and a big keyboard in front of it. Like, like, like he got it, obviously, for fucking nothing from work. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I came down and I was like, all right, this is great crack. My friends next door, like six of them playing Sega, Sonic the Hedgehog, you know? You're at home trying to learn DOS. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> C, Control, F, key. Yeah, you know, just, like you're going to write your own game. Like zero crack. It's like, you might as well give me a fucking... Um, Equation book and it was like an Amstrad or something like that, or Commodore 64. A- Acorn it Electron, I think, is what no, but it, it, it wasn't Electron. even a game, there wasn't a game, there was nothing to do with games. It was like a hard, big, massive hard drive with a big, huge <laughs> monitor, like and a, big, and a keyboard. So you, and could do, like, you could do accounts if you wanted to play a game, you did like you could do your dad's F1 drug F1. dealing accounts, maybe the MDMA thing, do a spreadsheet. You had to bring your floppy disk. <laughs> So anyway, uh, back to the movies. Uh, Sorry, one sec. Jeez, oh, Tony, you all right? It's the gym, it's the gym. <laughs> you feeling I, stiff? I had, to, I had to pick up a pint glass there. Oh, you're Jesus Christ. I'm actually not that well. bad. It's my shot, like my hands from punching uh, were a bit sore. Oh, have you got a bag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been wailing on that. No, Olga, have you not noticed Olga? <laughs> <laughs> Out of sorts. Yeah, no, she'd kick the crap out of me, you mad. Wouldn't even try taking her. So go on, movies you want to say? Any evocative movies that have like made you cry? Have you what movies have you cried at? Do you know what oh, people often say E. T. right? Cried E. T. but this is the trip of me and E. T. Every time uh, E. T. was on, I was always in my mate's house watching it. And for some reason I've watched it three times. But that moment before E.T. sent off <laughs> mom and dad is either mom and dad picked me up to bring me home so I didn't even get the chance to cry 
I didn't even get the chance to. I didn't Frank even know. Home. I didn't even know what happened. They could have put the other kid off the spaceship. I was like, I never got to the last five minutes of that movie. Like, oh no, to this yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, no, I did it eventually. Yeah, yeah. So, Tony. Um, no, uh, I don't. Right. Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption, because yeah. it's the only yeah. film I've seen. Teen Wolf. Uh, that's right. Wolf. He's not able. Look at him play basketball, and he's not yeah. able to turn into a wolf anymore. Oh Jesus! Look at the hair on his arms. Yeah, I'm. Uh. See, right. And I've spit it up. Totally. And I share something which is that I've never shared, which is. All right. And this is. It's it's very odd. I have no memory of being a kid. Really? None, not zero, like zero. From what age? Like from under sixteen. You were joking me. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I was in a, a bit of a big motorbike crash about eight years ago, oh, and no yeah. Way. So that's I've got what's called an acquired brain injury, so I can't remember anything under the age of there about sixteen. There, but like roughly. Jesus. So some, sometimes, it, sometimes I get little bits back, um, but generally speaking, that's I can't. insane. And that includes that's movies cool. and everything in school and the whole everything. So that's what. I, and again, Whoa. somebody actually said it to me about about this podcast. Like, oh, you don't really usually talk about yourself that much. Mm. I don't really know that much, which is the weirdest thing in the world. Like, um, yeah. So yeah. So it was. Uh, yeah. And so it's odd when people ask me about stuff. So what what movies did you like when you were a kid? I I don't know. I can't remember seeing any. Like I can't remember ever going to. I can't remember my first trip to the cinema. And like, like does, does, if you don't mind me asking, is that like how does it? How does that make you feel sad, or does it make you? How no, does it I don't miss it. Like no, no, I don't miss it at all. It's it's just just it's like just never. I don't miss not knowing stuff. Occasionally, I'll get a memory, and and it'll it'll surprise me when I get a memory. And is that is something that, that might happen more as time goes on? Or would it be would it be a memory of smell or? No, Memory it's like again. I'll just feeling. somebody will ask me about something, and I'll just go blah, and I'll, something will come out, and I'll go, "Oh, fuck, I yeah. didn't know. I didn't even know I knew that." Yeah, right. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. It's odd. Um, yeah, so it's 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 a it's a very long and boring story. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it was a it was a pretty pretty big incident. Off the off the motorbike. Yeah. Uh, well, I tell yeah, you the story. What, it, what age yeah. were you when it happened? It was eight years ago. Uh, eight years. Yeah. And Olga just walked back into the room. She loves me telling this, talking about this, talking about the bike crash. Mm. <laughs> I just brought me points. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I was. I had been at a party in my cousin's house uh, up in Kildare, and we there was a big this thing called the K Fest. It was like there was like bands and all this kind of stuff. This big marquee at his back garden and stuff. And the morning afterwards, uh, I woke up and I cooked breakfast for like thirty people, and uh, decided I had to go meet Olga, who was just finishing up. A split shift in work and I was going to meet her for lunch after she'd uh, finished work so I jumped on my bike and the last you remember all, you remember all this bit yeah that's the last sorry. memory <laughs> I'm sorry but yeah, but that, I'm sorry that, <laughs> you're a bit sensitive asshole fuck I'm me I'm sorry friend. Tony, Tony I'm, I'm listening Tony, Tony. Yeah, I'm listening Tony come on but, no no this is come on Tony so this this is a, I, 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 my last memory is was driving out of his driveway yeah. and my next memory after that is about I have one tiny short memory of being in ICU. Uh, for and I like I like the only thing I have of it is this. There was a Scottish guy I think that was opposite me in the bed across from me, and he was covered in blood and screaming at the nurses and abusing them. And being, I told him to shut the fuck up or something. Yeah. And then the, my memory after that then is about a week after that then, and then which was again this little splat of that was being back at home. Uh, and then after that then is probably about another two weeks. Uh, and that was I was in my kitchen 
and I'd obviously gotten bored because uh, Olga would have been at work and I was cleaning the kitchen floor using a mop and I'd only got, I could only use one arm <laughs> and I'll tell you my list of stuff I broke is ridiculous I could, I could only use one arm and I was using my chin pushing down on the mop to wash the kitchen floor and I'd, at that moment I said right I've got to go back to work because this is ridiculous what are you doing trying to do this it's crazy stuff uh, because when I crashed I was found on the road at the, in Rathcool by a couple that were driving unconscious yeah well i don't know i might have been i might have been kind of, i have no memory of it like i was unconscious there you go uh and i broke my back in two places uh seven ribs my collarbone and i cracked my both both shoulder blade things at the back as well what did you crash into nothing i don't know there, there had been a storm the night before so i think it was just debris on the road okay. and my bike wasn't too bad so olga's gonna pipe up here i'm just gonna turn up that mic olga Wait a second. <laughs> around the yeah. bike, so that's why the, <laughs> yeah. the bike wasn't really damaged. The bike wasn't damaged. Was. I was damaged. I took the impact, and there was a my I banged my head at the back. My my cracked my helmet is cracked open from the back, so whatever impact it got me right in the back, and it, yeah. So and then I'd my I'd probably about a probably t- three months of no memory from after the crash, mm-hmm. just the odd day, uh, the odd little bit. I remember, like I'd, I'd sleep on the chair. I remember that for the first month because I'd broken five ribs on the front and two on the back so I couldn't lie down so I had to sleep sitting up so I had to sleep on a chair which was <laughs> great old crack um, and then it was only after a while because when you lose your when you get like I suppose it's amnesia uh, when you have that you don't realise it's happened it's not until somebody asks you a question and they go so tell me so what, what do you think of that and you just go I have no idea and then I started kind of questioning myself trying to remember when I was in school and things like that and I can't remember any of my, my, my teachers names I can't remember anybody I was in school with I can I can remember the guys I, I'm friends with now that I was in school with so if you met someone that you were in school with from that time you wouldn't unless I unless I'd knew, known them from when I was about 16 onwards right. like primary school I wouldn't have a clue and what about like stuff like your education stuff that you would have learned in school up to 16 I know everything like, is like, my, me, like my, my intellect is still there is it though well <laughs> you know like I, I don't but i can't remember being in, in the classroom i can't remember learning anything i can't remember being in it like in the school form i can't remember being in a classroom uh which is it's just it's it must be bizarre yeah it must what about be. what about stuff that you loved as a child <coughs> did you maintain that no like, idea what about family like you know what about family and memory with family or but again my family are in my life now so i, I, I that's the that's not say it this is going to get sad because <laughs> my dad passed away a couple of years ago and i can't remember him as a kid so my only memory of my dad is when he was sick, which yeah. is, yeah, uh, so I don't really, yeah, but, but like the rest of my That's family, because they're still in my life and my cousins and my aunties and uncles are all there. I still know them, so they know they're yeah, my family. Yeah. The weirdest thing is uh, my memory, the way it works at the minute is uh, when I think of being young, I, all I remember is photographs and it's photographs I've seen since the crash. So my mom made me a photo book of of all like of my life basically so I, and I when I think of like being on holiday in Kerry because we used to come to Kerry as, as kids when I think of being on holiday here I just remember a photograph I don't ever I don't remember actually being here right so I only have that what feels like a second of a memory yeah. of that th- those periods in my life like so it's a uh, yeah it's it's, it's peculiar it's I don't, I don't miss yeah. it the only way the only way I can explain to somebody it's like it's like as if you've gone out on the piss and you get really, really drunk, and the following morning you wake up in your bed, and you're like, "How the fuck did I get here?" 
you don't really <laughs> yeah, yeah that's happened quite a few times uh, you, you don't really worry about it you just go I just got here yeah. it's, it's okay I just accept the fact that I'm here now yeah. and I'm okay yeah I'm okay and so I don't, you don't go oh I can't remember you don't fret about it the best attitude to have man but what so, about feelings of love that you would have had I've, uh, who do you I've love, love oh, hang on a second who do you love before you're 16 your friends or maybe right. maybe you've got you know uh, exes exes maybe you know or or uh, you know <laughs> that you kind of my, my yeah, wife my some, wife is sitting there so oh, I can't yeah, even talk yeah, about yeah, that sorry there was no there was no exes how many exes exes did you have by the time you were 16 Fred yeah yeah I know yeah yeah of course yeah so I don't know I can't remember like I don't miss it so I can't say oh I miss knowing that person because it just doesn't exist to me yeah. There, was, there was one one, one time I have uh, studios in Main Street in Dublin and I was in the studio one day and uh, there was a postman arrived at the door and I opened the door to get a parcel and he's like oh fucking hell Tony how are you I was like no idea who it is and he goes oh, that's, that's, and so I was talking to John the other day and he was only saying that we hasn't seen you in years and I was like turns out we were in school with, I was in school with him and his brother yeah, uh, I think there were, might have been twins, or there was a year between, and we're on them as held back, or something like that. And yeah, not a clue. That's, no. I just had to. Oh yeah, that's great. Great to see you. No idea who you are, and that happens a bit. You just have to just. And how's your like? How's your retention memory now? Is it's not affected? No, no, now, my, no. no memory's fine. Yeah, absolutely. I just yeah, I, I would be worried about it. Um, it's not. It seems. It seems to be good. I'll just I'll raise no eyebrows. Good. No, it's not. Uh, well, around. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I've got a lot of. I do a lot. I've got a lot of stuff going on in my life. Just don't forget where you put Olga. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's 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 just something you live with. Like again, it's not a. It's not. It doesn't. It's not a disability. Yeah. You know, could it be that could have like me breaking my back. Yeah. That could have ended badly. Yeah. yeah. Um, you won't get the free bus out of it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm slightly the opposite of that story. I have a fr- okay. If you don't mind me saying. Uh, you I did knock, a gig. You knock someone down. <laughs> I did a gig. That's who was. I was in Rap Cool one day. This guy in a motorbike, and I, motorbike and I fucking left him on the road. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. I was like, thank God, I can't remember anything. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, but uh, I've, uh, I did a gig uh, maybe 14 years ago, and I invited my cousin's parents, quite elderly, and uh, quite elderly now. And I brought them to the laughter lounge. And normally I do quite well in the laughter lounge. Well, I don't know what happened this night. I just got it wrong. And, you know, there were probably... There were, I don't know if they're the right age, because there were just... There were, do you know, there were probably these people in their 70s surrounded by, like, loads of, you know, 20s and people on drinking shots and drunk and stuff. And then these, you know, elderly conservative couple in the audience. So they were I just at their own gig. Yeah. It was my fault, because I put them on the door, and they came in to support me, and it was nice. But I did shit. I did so shit. Like, you know, that that when I thanked him for coming after and uh, uh, my cousin's dad he didn't know what to say he's like oh fair, whatever you know like I, can't, I felt like I wasted his night bringing him to the gig oh, no. he didn't very, have many of them left in yeah, yeah yeah but I was only starting off myself gigging like but very soon after that almost to the month he developed uh, Alzheimer's mm. so uh, he can only remember from that moment back oh no yeah yeah oh, so now when I go so in it, yeah so even though, you know, I think I've come on myself, you know what I mean, since 14 years ago, in his eyes, I'll always be a shit comedian. <laughs> I'll always be shit. And you know what I go to? I was at his wedding, his best way as well. He just looks at me going, oh, disappointment. You know what I mean? I, I'll never be able to prove myself to him. You know what I mean? Not that it matters. Yeah, that was one thing, because my dad died of dementia. Um, yeah. And that was one thing that was, like, I, I could completely relate to him. 
with the mm. the whole memory loss thing and the confusion and the people. Yeah, but I don't get the frustration. Thank God, yeah, uh, it's completely the opposite of panic and frustration. Do you yeah. know, you give a presence of of calm and control the whole time, like. Yeah, well, I just I just don't I don't ever caught up usually in stuff. But uh, when my dad was, he unfortunately uh, was. Yeah. Uh, but I I could I and it's always on my mind now that I'm hoping that I don't get dementia when I get old because that would kill me. Like that's it's the most horrible, horrible, yeah. horrible thing to go through. Is it is it like so? People who are actually suffering from dementia themselves are they they're like would it be correct in saying that are they quite content are, are they aware of their own situation like sometimes yeah and that's the word that's the worst days is when they do they, when they become aware yeah. uh, most of the time they're they, they're they're it's the days of clarity yeah. that really got to but those moments of clarity just used to kill me like he'd have a window where he kind of yeah knew what was going on he knew what was going on with himself and he knew what he was yeah. what yeah. was happening with the family that well, they were having to look after him a lot more this is getting very this is getting very deep now I don't yeah. I know I'd never well, talk about this stuff like okay uh, because yeah because it's, it's just, great that you it's very yeah very very personal well look it, it's, um, it's something that did you a lot of films, watch the films you know? I sent you I, I actually tried to get into them today but I, I was yeah, having issues because one of them I wrote, I wrote a film about my dad okay yeah no I'm, I'm going called to check Sentinel and it's, uh, it's about his and basically with my dad I had to <laughs> I had to move into my dad's care home Okay. to look after him at night time because my, oh. he became suicidal when he had those moments of clarity oh, God. and he'd, he'd, he'd put him into this dementia specific care home in, um, uh, in, over in Glasnevin in the north side in Dublin and yeah he just didn't take to it and he just yeah he, he just wanted out of there so it wasn't the right place for him yeah so it was uh, so that's why I had to move in at night time and I slept in his room uh, and that's where I wrote the film oh, wow. and, and it's yeah because I couldn't sleep at night time so was, although they did do their best to look after people but those things the care homes at night time are yeah, different yeah. like it's because you have everyone in the place waking up in a strange room not knowing where they are where their family are and screaming and alarms going off and it's just and it's all night and it's constant it must uh, be such panic if you start losing the it's, it's, panic it's I can't have imagined a worse thing to happen my my um my grandmother's still alive and she's fit and healthy and insane mind and everything but she's had several members of her family going into homes and like she always claimed that they actually deteriorate way quicker once they go into home because they're not getting stimulation they're not getting the kind of attention that they might get in a home place you know I don't know in some ways but I I'll get sorry I'm going to bring up your mic here yeah Yeah, I worked in Carolina work myself and now it was intellectual disabilities but again we would have had a lot of ladies and Mm. older people with dementia as well Mm. and in my line they I, more thrived because it was right. you just regular need, constant care okay. it's only that you need it like anyone again anyone that's listening to this and who's hesitant about putting their parents or whatever into care homes just do it they, you can't it's, it's, it's not a safe place for them to be at home it's not safe for you it's not safe for them you just, you just have to kind of take that decision to put leave people that, that can be there 24 hours a day and have constant care and they, they deal with these people all the time and they're amazing at what yes. they do and you just no matter how much you love them you just have to it's a very hard decision to oh, make it's horrible but my, 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 it depends, my, it, it, well, we, it depends on yeah. the circumstances doesn't it like, we, my, they're all slightly again my dad unfortunately yeah. we, we had been trying to keep him home and it got to the point where we had to he was yeah he was admitted to hospital okay. uh, uh, it, was, it went bad because we had tried to help him as much as possible at home and looking after him and it wasn't fair my mum even to have her at home with him and my younger sister Ruth lives at home as well and they 
the pressure on that was just it was horrible like you know and it, it's it's you can't you can't put that on anybody yeah. you just you're not built for, especially when it's your dad yeah. you know or else your mother or you know you don't you don't look at people like that you you just have to you're better off yeah. setting them off and put them in a place and go visit them every day of the week if you want to uh, and spend as much time as you want with them but yeah it's a safer option just put them somewhere where they're looked after and you know they're gonna be safe this is getting very serious but it's needed i think we all i think we all have this idea now i speak generally when i say this that uh like we want to support our, ba- our parents you know what i mean and we'll do everything but realistically we don't have the know-how or the needs or the resources you know what i mean i like, think the, resource, don't, like, the resources and time are, are the two biggest factors mm. you know like you know if you're there are a lot working, of families you know. out there that yeah. can cope with it and have coped with it i mean yeah, as another example my own father died of motor neurons disease yeah and we cared for him at home yeah. mm. the whole time looking back at it it was great that we had him at home and it was what he really wanted yeah. but in hindsight it took so much from me my mum yeah. my mm. sister it's hollow afterwards yeah. I mean like I was working full time and on my yeah. days off then I was down in Dublin trying to give my mum time off and staying with my dad yeah. and it was 24 hour care like it's a hard one cause, yeah, yeah. because look you're trying to balance your own life with, with you know your, your parents last wishes or whatever yeah. you know yeah. so it's kind of trying and to it sounds again when you're when you're in that situation you feel like you're being incredibly selfish when you just go fuck it you know I just want a day off and not think about this yeah yeah just it for is. a day I just want to just so guilty yeah and again so you walk and you do something you're like oh and then you think of like especially Olga's dad broke my heart as well when he was passing away um, like when you again I used to go hate going up and having dinner in your mum mm-hmm. and dad's house because I'd cook food and her dad was being he was peg fed at the time like he, he couldn't eat because he couldn't swallow but I knew he could smell it and he was in the house and I was just like and, and he was, was the biggest foodie going yeah. before that yeah so it was just, that was always food. yeah god this is getting very serious lads Oh, I yeah. My poor old father passed away four months before Tony had that my lovely bike crash, accident. Yeah. So I, oh yeah, needless yeah. to say, wasn't in the best place after that. I timed it. I timed it well. You my, timed it very yeah. well. He was trying, you know, divert. I was just trying exact. That's like, thanks for that. That's Eight exactly what was what I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that was a, that was a turbulence, but out of it though, um, it refocused me. I, I refocused myself, um, and I, I've I've taken steps to do stuff that I want to do and better myself and do like again New outlook I, on life it's yeah it really is it's eye opening yeah it's, well it's not like again like again because I, I, I had been I'd, I'd been kind of teetering around TV and film for a long time and I hadn't pushed myself out of lack of confidence or whatever and when something like that happens all of a sudden you go listen you know what you could be dead in the morning or else you could be you, you, or you get an affliction like your dad had like the motor neuron disease mm. and all of a sudden that's your life and you've got so just live for the minute like if you want to do yeah. something just do it like don't be sitting around waiting and pontificating and 100% and then in, in six months time like you don't go oh god I wish I had a go with that just do it yeah. no, one, no one knows it's yeah. in the corner and that's, what, and that's why that's I think why we're now living in Kerry that's why we're living it is why we're living in Kerry now <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah just life is too short not to and again it's again like even the, the making the step making a film about my dad that was that was a huge thing even to, even to speak about it even to talk to, openly about people again I didn't for years because again I, f- I find it difficult to talk of about course, yeah, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a manly man I don't, no, I don't, I don't yeah, have emotions it's, it, it, it's, it's really good to talk about it man and, and look there's lots of people in similar situations there's nothing to shy away from or, or hide away from it when it comes to it you know it's um, it just goes to show you you just don't know what you know even beyond what you don't know what goes on behind closed doors or 
do you know what you just don't know what's going on with people no like i'm so surprised with that you know what i mean because tony you you know you tell me about you know with 98 fm with dermot and dave and all those times you know what i mean and all those moments that uh you know all the the good bits so busy and so busy and successfully busy that's the thing and that's the thing and and still are when people look at social media and stuff like that as well that's the same perception you get and you you see all the oh weren't they great look through the parties and they're having a look at family life and the nice restaurants and you don't hear about the shit i just had a really shit day and that's why i think a few episodes Go. I did speak about that the whole this toxic mm. positivity thing where people feel like they have to be oh look at me I'm doing great I'm like brilliant instead yeah. of just going you know I'm not fucking great I'm, I'm just yeah. a bit me it's okay today. to, it's not, okay feel to okay. not feel okay yeah it's grand mm. just be okay but there's actually, sitting in your there's actually very few people who haven't suffered some form of trauma in their life at some stage not. you know yeah. what I mean you know, e- everyone suffers it but people just don't like to talk and about death it death is inescapable like everyone dies we're all you're gonna die I'm gonna die what yeah <laughs> Well, not tonight. It's okay. Wasn't a threat. Jesus Christ! Get three more yeah. points there, please. Thanks. But uh, yeah, but it does. It does. It puts yeah. you, and, and that's the kind of positive thing that I try to take from now, from the, the three situations that's happened to us over recent years, is that just fucking it's life's short. Just do whatever yeah. you want to. Do. Is there anything you you want to do? Oh yeah, I want to write an album, a serious album. Yeah. I've got songs in my head that are eighteen years old. Then why don't you just, just do stuff. it? Like just I know, step into yeah. it. I'm afraid because I'm so precious about it. Yeah. That I'm like, I have to get the lyrics right but that, now. That's the way like I that, was so. about writing for film and TV and yeah. all that. But again, I've got TV shows and films coming out and all that kind of stuff. And it's from changing that mindset and just going, just do it. Yeah. And I hate yeah. saying it because it's a Nike saying no, and it's but corporate. <laughs> but just they're no. right. Just do it. Just I want to have a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was how, wondering, I, 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 how, I, I, how do I do that? I was wondering which episode. I was wondering which episode you were going to bring this up in. Where's your wisdom now, Tony? Help me. Achieved us. Please don't tell me it's with me and Tony. Like. I was just about to say. Yeah. Oh, I've got to go home. I've got to go yeah, home. I feel leave as well. Yeah. See you, friend. So that's, I'm not happy about that. <laughs> how about yourself, Gary? Anything that you need to, or you want to? Not you need to. You just want to. What you, is there anything you'd like to achieve that you've been putting off, or you've kind of? Um, to be honest, not really. I mean, look, like much like what you said, I, I'm I'm very much. I don't really think too far ahead into the future. You know, I kind of one day at a time, kind of a a lad. Um, like yourself, look, I've had my own hurdles to jump and stuff. Um, but yeah, no, look, generally I'm lucky in, in life and busy with work and can't really complain. But yeah, I'm very much of yeah, I just enjoy enjoy myself. I don't uh, I don't worry about things too much. Try not no to. particular goal. Like it's not a. No, I just want to be happy, have the crack with people and, and be able to pay my bills. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've no major aspirations. Anything that happens outside that is a bonus. Like, what's, your, what's your goal, Tony? Um, I want to win an Oscar. Yeah. I Jesus, do, I my, hang on a second. Hang on. I just need to stop you there. <laughs> because now my story sounds yeah. so shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm just happy enough yeah. to pay my bills. Yeah. I want to win a fucking Oscar. I want an Oscar. I, do, I, want to, I want to get to... Not that I want to... I don't want, I don't want to... War, I, want to get I, don't to, I want to make something that's... I don't want an Oscar. Caliber. But if I did have a threesome, I'd be thanking my family at the end of it. Never. <laughs> I'd be getting very emotional. And I'd like to thank all these people that made this happen. You know who you are. And I'd like to thank the people inside of me. And I'd like to thank... There's a lot of work put into this. It doesn't happen overnight. A lot of texting. I'd like to thank my dad for this. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, (laughs) Fucking enough. Yeah, but I'm massively aspirational, though. I, I kind of... I. I, the, the way I always say even with doing things like this my big thing my in life is, is positive action keep doing st- if you want to keep 
pushing forward no matter what's happening always try to do something even in this podcast and like you, you've seen how much i threw myself into yeah. this as soon as you guys said it so right just fucking do it then just get the stuff mm. get it done get it on brand it get it on a cast yeah. let's get it out there and just have chats and again we're starting to get a nice following and stuff now and it's constantly finding stuff to keep doing and that's what i'm like with and that's why i always say like an oscar level thing i'm gonna keep writing films like are these all ch- is this like a short movie oscar no no i want a full oscar when a full feature oscar all right. Yeah, okay. and I'll do it. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'm gonna keep. I'm can keep. I, can can, I'm, I, can we, me and Fred get a part in it? Yeah, but it's. Yeah, but I wrote. I wrote a short film for Fred. Yeah, yeah. I did. It's called MJ, right. and it's about Michael Jackson. When's my? When's, when's my one? Yeah, that'd be too depressing. It'd <laughs> 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 just be some fella <laughs> drinking just, in a cocktail bar in his own office. <laughs> <laughs> but, but happy enough, he's grand. <laughs> you know, like, there wouldn't be much script about it. We call Cottage Man. Cottage he lives man. in the cottage yeah, yeah. beside the stove. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He froze to death because he couldn't afford the expensive briquettes. <laughs> a modern day pig. Mm. So yeah, no, that, that's what my big thing is. But it's just, is just keep doing positive things. I can stop. Don't be negative about stuff. Don't I have be an idea for a short movie. Go on. Based on based on just what's happened in this conversation. Oh God. Okay. Does she treat something? Is it? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> first Irish horror movie. Yeah, God. Yeah. Yeah. No, first Irish horror movie yeah. short based in West Kerry. On, there must be some pagan tradition that Billy can give us based on some mad spiritual. I was talking. I was talking to because to, to, I was asked. I was commissioned to write a short film there last week um, about grief and death. So I, I was. I rang Billy and I was chatting to him about stuff about. So hey, that's Billy, my, but he gave well, me uh, the Billy, most. Billy, the park. Do you want to talk about grief and death for a second? Have it there. Thanks for coming to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just rang up for a chat about yeah, some. Yeah. It's Tony. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's got. Oh, but, oh, the, but the stories he told me, like this, the, the, my my favorite thing was called the Jolly Wake, which you'd love. Uh, I hadn't heard of it before. Which you'd love. It's him and his threesomes. Uh, but the Jolly Wake is, is basically when with the whole Irish wake thing comes from. Uh, and Billy's going to be listening to this going no that's total rubbish that's not exactly that, what I said is Billy actually listening to the podcast? He, he might do I don't know uh, he's probably listening to it on a, a radio he made himself you know <laughs> Spiritually, <laughs> yeah, spiritually, yes, he's, he can just sense it. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the jolly wake was basically when years ago in pagan times, when somebody died, they had a wake, but it was there used to be fights and sex and also beside the coffin to show the spirits that you were still the people that were still around were still vibrant and lively no. and to scare them off the sudden. The good old days, yeah, but that was but they used to have like they used to literally have sex in the same rooms, the coffin. Uh, and then when of course the Catholic Church came in and they quashed all of it I love the idea of the Jolly Wake and it used to be yeah they'd have these big massive huge parties to show that they they were all still alive and they couldn't be taken I love that like that's the way I want my funeral to be Fair enough. We'll be Fred, yourself, and Just to get else. Into you, so you have to fight each other and then have sex afterwards. <laughs> okay. You can do it the other way around. I don't really care. <laughs> On that very depressing note, let's wrap it up, lads. Uh, until next week. Till next week. Cheers. Slauncher. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. God, that was a very depressing podcast. Not at all. <laughs>